Yeah, she's not wrong. She uh, basically had to tie me to my chair this morning, Slee, to get me to, to watch the scene, <laughs> but she's not wrong. It's shockingly terrible. So uh, we, we, we'll, the we'll hell get into that. It was, it, I'm glad I saw it. Because I posted she, it on Twitter, guys. Go watch it there. She, she mentioned it a couple of times. I'm like, yeah, I don't know. I don't need, think I need to see du- what, Double Team. Double Team. Double. I don't think I need to see the basketball scene. Oh, Double, double team. team. That's great. It's, uh, it's rough. It's Pop rough. Pop actually used that scene in one of their finals runs in <laughs> Make it in ninety nine. It's not great. Not I, good. It's you need to watch it so we could talk yeah. about it because it's it's pretty terrible as a matter of fact. Taylor's in a good mood this morning. We had a nice little chat this morning in yeah. the studio, just kind of catching up a little bit. He's loose. He's happy. He's just I, I think he's really mm-hmm. feeling the kings right now. Yeah. No, I'm a little nervous. Not gonna lie. <laughs> you gonna you lie. don't look nearly as loose as he does. Well, here's the thing. I'm like stressed out. I'm with a guy that you know is smoking a pack of cigarettes just uh at the office what was it uh it's always sunny i'm uh i'm what's his name i'm uh charlie I'm charlie i'm charlie in this okay. where he's just looking at the board and looking at everything i'm looking at the nba standings every day looking up there uh he should be loose because they have they're locked at number four right now lakers are locked at number 13 right now Okay. okay. This is the final the matchup between today? the two. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. I know. I know. By the way, that actually wouldn't be bad to see them in Dallas go at it. He should be loose. Now, here's the only problem that comes with Taylor for tonight's game. LeBron averages 88 points a game. <laughs> well, and, and if they, he averages 87, <laughs> they lose. But if, they, if he hits 88, about right. they win. Um, I just really don't know. Yeah, and I get it. I'm not. This is not me blaming you, but this is me feeling like I need to tell you okay. that I, I need you. I, I know why you're doing it, and I'm not saying that you're wrong to do it. Sure. But do you just realize that you were talking up the Sacramento Kings and downplaying the Los Angeles Lakers? That what sort of parallel universe have we gone into? Here's what happened. Where the 2023, King, baby. Where the Here's Kings are the, yeah, man, we got the Kings tonight. Here's and, what happened. And you're a Laker fan. Here's what happened. It's not supposed to go like that. What happened is we faced them three times already this year. Okay, two of them, Lakers get, you know, I think lose by, I think one by six and the other one by double digits. The last one that they won was two points, 136-134 no, up I in understand. I, I Like I said, I know why you feel that way, but as a Laker fan, you, should, true. you should know. You're one, right. One season should not change the way you feel about your team. I get it. The Lakers are having a rough season again. I you it. lose! But it's the Kings. It's going to take 40 years for him to feel good about them. Why does all of a sudden the Sacramento Kings feel like the... <laughs> it's not the Celtics. <laughs> It's it's not the Golden State like the Warriors. ninety eight Bulls. That's what I feel like I'm walking into tonight. It's like oh man, I got the Kings tonight. I get it. The Kings are better than the Lakers this year. Have you I seen Herder stats? <laughs> Top scoring team in the NBA. It just feels yeah. Odd. Don't play any defense. It just feels weird. Can who I? Who can needs I, defense? Can I run something through? I don't. What happened on the roads this morning? What happened on the roads? I'm getting on the before I even got to the one ten this morning. There's a what else? One of the roundabouts, right? Where all four cars can go. Some cars are just going to go this. Way. You you literally can go every option. It's a option. literal roundabout. Little bit roundabout. Around. Something okay. in the middle there, yeah. right? So it all started there, and all I was doing was just got the ten and the two. You know, I'm just uh, whistling on my way to work, having a cup of coffee. Um, one car comes from the opposite direction, and they kind of go. Everybody goes, and then another car comes, and I'm like, No, you're not going. It's my turn. And he gives me one of these, kind of throws his hands up at, like it's my fault. I'm like, what the hell is that? Is okay. it a stop sign or is it a roundabout? It's a roundabout. Okay. But it's simple. It's yeah. 
When the car in your lane went, that means now you have to wait for the other guy to go. It was my turn to go. Okay. He didn't go, and he gives me one of these. Like, like what it was the hell my are you fault. Doing? Yeah, and I'm give like, you a beam. He didn't give me a beam. <laughs> Trav, he gives me one of these. Uh-huh. I'm like, you don't give me one of these. I give one of those to you. Okay. Then I get on the freeway. I'm on the 110. Moment I get on the 110, all of a sudden, I, like I've been on the 110 for 33 seconds. There's already brake lights, I'm like, guys. 33 is seconds that in. unusual? Oh, yeah. You don't get okay. it until that five and the 110 okay. exchange comes. Okay. So I'm, 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 I couldn't have been on the road for a minute or two. I'm already now brake lights, and I could already see. I, I, I see where I drove out of in Pasadena. I'm like, well, that's not a good start. <laughs> Keep going. They start suing the uh, uh, road work ahead. I see the signs, road oh, work ahead. Boy. Guys, it's nine. It's nine. What do you think's happening on the 110? What do you mean road work ahead? The 110 only has two lanes to begin with. I was going to say, it's narrow to start. You can't, like, just take a lane, right? So road work ahead is, and now they're, you get further down, about 15 minutes into the traffic. Now they now they got the signs. Hey, we're going to need you guys to merge over to mm-hmm. one lane. What were they doing? They, they were gardening and planning on the side, okay? <laughs> it was a cosmetic? Cosmetic. It was <laughs> oh, literally <no>. cleaning. <laughs> they were just cleaning. That's what they were doing. Finally get through all of that. Now I'm getting to, I'm near Dodger Stadium, okay? okay? Listen. I don't use the horn very often. Unless somebody's about to hit my car, sure. that's when I use the horn. Well, you just got it back, too. I just got it back. <laughs> just got it back. I'm in my lane. One car's coming this way. Just doesn't. It's 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 the definition of blindside. Does not see doesn't my see car, either. right? So he just, you know, he's coming over to my lane. So I give him a honk like uh, hey, my I'm right brother. Here. I'm right here. There's a car in yeah. this lane. I'm here. He goes back. I pass him. Flips me the bird. <laughs> Why are you flipping me the bird? All right, so I wasn't there, but I have a theory. Yeah. I, I, I don't know, and it could have just been your day to have a bad day. Sometimes it happens, right? It just feels like everybody's getting ready to drive into you, and yeah. they're throwing you the bird, and they're yep. doing all the things that happen. I haven't got road. a bird in a little bit. I, I, I get it. I get it, but the fact that you got two, basically, one, one wasn't the actual bird. One yeah. was just a, hey, you know, the hand in the air, like, yep. what the hell are you doing? Yep. The other one was the straight-up bird. Yep. Okay? Let's hear the could, theory here. I, I no accusations. I know. I know. Could it have been you that you yeah, that you that you got two in one day? Yeah. One probably not you. Mm-hmm. Two maybe you're just not kind of as plugged in as you're supposed to be yeah. on any given day. Fair. Fair. Let me give you an example. Further down the road, <laughs> I cut somebody off. Was kind of trying to time this off, and he gave me a quick that's, little horn. That's he three. G- he gave me a horn, right? <laughs> yeah. But yeah. that one I knew. That yeah. one I was like, yeah, that one's on me. I got no problem admitting. Well, okay. I got no problem. I'm telling you, the roundabout, it was the second car in the same lane that was trying to get away. Okay. Like I said, I wasn't there. I'm just And I'm telling you, I was just minding my own business in my lane where this guy comes over. When he gave me the bird, I gave him the look. You can't give me the bird. I'm supposed to give you the bird. And he made no eye contact. Well, that was him the bird back. That, well, that was the most frustrating and part. And then he that's never, when people start shooting at each other. No, no, just, no. Eh. Listen. Don't, don't do that. This guy wasn't shooting. Here was, not yet. Not yet. <laughs> Here was the worst part about it. He never made eye contact with me. Oh, he no gave look me a bird, blind like Magic bird. Johnson. He gave me a blind <laughs> bird, and then when I looked at him to kind of you know let's communicate here with our eyes and our lips talking in our cars with our windows up, he didn't even look at me. So it was like he kind of got away already, one and it was over. We all have days where it's our fault, right? And and if you're by yourself, you'll never know, right? You, I'm assuming you were by yourself in your car this morning. So it could just be... I'm an I, Uber driver. Because I was dropping people off. I, I've had days where it's 
you feel like you're almost getting an accident here or there. And Susan or whatever was like, dude, what, why are you driving like this today? And I drive like an old lady. I don't, I, I, I'm very cautious and slow and everything else. But some days you just have a bad day behind the wheel yeah. and you're the one causing the problems. Maybe that was the Listen, issue. Listen, it could have it been, but I'm, I'm, as somebody who admits his fault on the road. Well, you might not know. It, it could have been completely like, not that you were doing it purposefully. You just, maybe you're having a bad day. Could have been, I guess. You should just start. You should just preemptively start throwing the bird to everybody you pass on the freeway. Just everybody that and you never go make by, eye contact. Roll down your window just enough that? to slide your hand out. Out of respect, if I'm going to get the bird, look at me at least. Can we look at each other. Can we have a second to just make some eye contact? Oh, I I, I turn into the biggest softy on the roads ever. Sorry, my bad. Even when it's not my fault. <laughs> hey, look, go ahead. Go If you need me to wait another two minutes while you go around the roundabout like Chevy Chase and European Vacation, I'll just sit it's over here funny. and let you go. I, I think No, but it's kind of funny because I'm with you for most predicaments, right? Like, I'm not trying to stir up the pot. Nobody's. I'm not going to a bar saying, oh, he's going to look at me tonight. <laughs> That's not how it works. But on the road, I kind of feel I'm a little bit more aggressive. Because you're surrounded by 3,000 pounds of steel in, in car. Everybody feels right. invincible in their car. Right, but that's not the point. I'm never. I'm not pulling over and tell, telling a guy, hey, let's go at it. Exactly. But I'm saying the way you are like, hey, that's my fault when it wasn't your it fault. Enough. I'm looking at him like- I've seen it enough. That's your fault. Yeah, just- I'm I'm looking to de-escalate. I, I'm I'm a de-escalator in traffic situations. What's you, worse than the bird, I think, is when someone, you know, you did something stupid on the road, or they did something stupid on the road, and you make and they make eye contact with you as as if to like realize who you are, what kind of person you are. I think that's even worse than the you bird. Look sometimes. them up and down. So pulling out of the uh, yes, two days ago, pulling coming out of our lot, right? So you're coming up that hill towards Olympic Boulevard, oh. and. Oddly, that that light's green a lot when mm-hmm. you're coming up there, right? Yeah. And, it's, and people never look. They never look. When they're walking, So right? I always yeah. come up very slowly because mm-hmm. there's pedestrians there. I'm coming up, and <laughs> it's green, but because I've seen it a million times, I come up. I'm slow. There's a guy crossing the street right in front of me. I have the green light. He's crossing against the red. And he looks at me, and I was a little bit into the crosswalk, I guess. And he he looks at me like, and he does the hey, you know, watch where you're going. And I just, I, opposite of what I just said, I just point at the green light, like yep. hey, look. And he goes, he turns around, he looks at the green light, he looks back at me, and he goes, my bad, yeah, <laughs> like if you're you're right. And and I didn't like, I didn't fire back. What you, I'm just like, hey, it's I have a green light, yeah. like you're yeah. the one that's in the middle of the street, mm-hmm. a very busy street. That's not really on me. If I did that, if the guy that flipped me the bird was there for you, he'd have looked at the green light and said, <laughs> you mother. Yeah, when um the college football national championship was happening, same thing happened to me. I was like, yeah, green light, and then this TCU guy hits my car. And I was like, okay, yeah, we're not going to do anything. You should have got out here. and fought him. <laughs> <laughs> just yeah, Emily swings her door open, goes and tackles the guy in front of the yard house, and it's on. Yeah, I was like, okay, yeah, now I'm going to back up I'm so you can for walk fights. by. Yeah, I'm not, looking for not, fights. Not me. Ask Michael today. Yeah, Did you uh, reconfirm with him this morning? Yeah, MT is good for uh, 1045. Okay, good. I put out the tweet, so we're looking for a little Ask Michaels. Have some good ones so far, but of course you can call in 877 710 ESPN. I'm going to give just uh, Michael just where you can go in this, okay? Anywhere. Um, you want to ask. 
ask him questions about he likes cooking. You could ask him cooking questions. You could ask him about clay. You could ask him about the showtime. You could ask him about the Bahamas. You could, There's a lot of topics for Michael. I'm just I don't know that there's a bad topic for no. Michael. My, Michael will be able to do it. So we got that coming up in about a half an hour from right now. Um, Lakers Kings tonight. We'll get into that a little bit. And we're getting closer to the NBA trade deadline. And there's some prices on some other players that are starting to leak out. Double first rounders for you know, maybe slightly better than average NBA players. Does that affect what the Lakers do? It's all coming up. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash network. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Should have used my uh, the line I always use when we talk about other things. It never really accused, uh, occurred to me, but Big E did it for us, Al. He tweeted at both of us. He says, there's a saying, Slee, if everywhere you go it smells like crap, it's probably you. Hey, Big E. <laughs> hey, Big E. You weren't on the road with me on this one. It's, I was it's... I was two and one on the road. I had one L that was mine that I admit. The other two were not on me. Oh, sure. Yeah, I mean. Debate with the refs on this one. You know, Emily, get Caltrans on the phone or the CHP or whoever is in charge of the uh, freeway cams, and let's see if we can find get them on Al's, there. Al's vehicle. This I week. want them on Show there. Show me the tape. And we go back, you're like, oh, yeah, I guess I did do that. Speaking of smells like... <laughs> Speaking of smells like crap, uh, it reminds me of our conversation we had earlier today. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we'll put that? it in later. <laughs> yeah, well, Al, you missed... I, I don't know if you've ever you've made me laugh, obviously, but I don't know if you've ever made me laugh as hard as I was laughing this morning. It's the Cola Guard commercials popping up a lot. There's, there's a lot going on, and Emily has takes on Cola Guard and the whole process of submitting your yeah. sample for analysis. Yeah. There's a lot. Yeah. There's, there's a lot going on that was pretty darn funny. Um, this just popped up in my Twitter feed. Uh, USC's football schedule is out for the upcoming okay. season. Get get ready to run it back all over again with the, hey, they're off to a great start. Let's see if they can finish. Their first six games are games that they should win pretty darn easily. In order, starting in late August, August 26th, San Jose State mm-hmm. at SC. Yep. Nevada. At SC, two and zero. Stanford, at SC. Stanford's getting a new coach. There, they were. Stanford was terrible last 3-0. year. Uh, they get a week off. Then they go to ASU, who's in complete disarray. Four and zero. 
you get Coach Prime in Boulder, yep. but I do think it's going to take him a minute or two yeah. to get that thing yeah. going, right? That would be a fun storyline. For sure, yep. but do you expect them to be no. a really dangerous team by that point of the season? You expect SC to handle business? Agreed. Arizona, dreadful. All right, at so the you, Coliseum. Could be, you could be 6-0. Is that three? That's yeah, 6-0. 6-0. Six. Six mm-hmm. they, they, they lose one of those games, it's a surprise, right? Yes. yes. At Notre Dame, October 14th. Tough game. Tough. Utah at the Coliseum the week after that, uh, October 21st. They've lost to Utah a lot. Yep. Okay, they lost to him twice there. Yep. Didn't go to the Final Four because of a second and loss. And that's the Lincoln window, too, where he loses a big game in October, mid-October, late-October. Yep, it's that as well. Then they go to Cal, which is the one game in the second half of the schedule that you're like, all right, not so bad. Okay. Uh, Washington at the Coliseum, mm-hmm. always a tough game. They had a good team last year. They have to go to Eugene to take on Oregon, who was a top 10 team last year. And then they get UCLA at the Coliseum, who you'd expect them to be a pretty good team next year. You've got Notre Dame, Utah, Washington, Oregon, UCLA. That's five of your last six games. Hmm. That's a monster. Hmm. Yeah, they had they had some advantages this year with the schedule. And you knew if you have the advantages, it's going to come back around the following season. It's just how it works out. And... They avoided Oregon last year. And Washington. Uh, and Washington. So you'll get one of those on the road, one of those at home. Listen. Look um, who's not on the schedule. You don't play Oregon State, who was better than we thought last year. Mm-hmm. You don't play Washington State. Those mm-hmm. are the games that you miss. Those are the weak links in that northern half of the division. Well, I think on top of that is it's the Pac-12. You can give – you can I can make a case either way for the Pac-12. I could say, hey, they had X amount of teams that were ranked, but they also didn't have a team that you felt like was super dangerous, right? Everybody – SC teams, for a minute, but yes. They're teams that could beat each other. UCLA, SC, that game came down to the wire. The Utah-USC came down to the wire. You'd have Utah get upset. Oregon would lose a game that you thought they would win. They kind of all beat up on each other a little bit. Um, the back half of the schedule is a lot tougher – what they don't have in this, and this is what other conferences have to deal with, think of when, you know, whether it's the SEC or it's the 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 Michigans, the Ohio States, the they got real, real deal top five teams over there. I don't know if they're going to have that as part of their schedule. Maybe not top five, but Utah be in the top 20, maybe the top 15, maybe the top Notre 10. Notre Dame. Oregon, Notre, Notre Oregon Dame. could be top 10, no Oregon question. Could, UCLA could be too. UCLA was this year at mm-hmm. that point in the season. That point of the season, UCLA was a really good team, playing really good football. And they got a great new quarterback, right? They've Well, yeah, but it's one of those things where everybody changes every year. It's just a, it's a weird deal with, with the portal and everything else. The good news is, you presumably, you're a little bit better at the end of the year than you are at the beginning. You've been playing together. The other side, though, Al, is you're going to be missing guys. Who knows if by the time you get to the end of the line, if your quarterback is healthy, if your left tackle is healthy, if your number one running back is healthy, if your number one wide receiver is healthy. You're yeah. going to lose. Now, it's true for your opponents as well, but when you've got all those games, wouldn't you rather have a Washington or an Oregon or something a little Early earlier on. in the year to mm-hmm. kind of spread this stuff out and throw in a, an ASU and a Colorado and an Arizona near the back end? Well, then this is also going to be the big question. By the time they get to that portion of the schedule, you got a decent defense or is it the same thing? Right? Are you is it are you back to you're putting up forty eight points, but you're also giving up forty? Yeah. You know, and it, and then you're gonna you're gonna have quality opponents that you're gonna have to worry about. That's the thing I'm paying most more attention to than anything else with SC. Are are they getting any better on the other side of the ball or not? Five road games, seven home games. Um, that breaks their way, but it just it's 
I would rather spread that stuff. I don't need six tough weeks in a row. That's a monster. And in terms of resume building, though, if you're going to try to make the college football playoff, having it a, a backloaded schedule is really good for the committee because like your best work is most recent. Also, having your bye as the last week of the year is something where like if they two. They have one September 16, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but having it at, in November 25th, that bye week, it's going to be good for them to also, if they're doing well, if they're going to go to the Pac-12 championship, to have that one little rest before the Pac-12 championship to get healthy, if that is the thing. Play some defense. Yeah. That's all. No one's going to care. Play some defense. Get, get in or don't get in. Mm-hmm. No one's going to go, eh, the schedule's a little tough at the back end. Get in or don't, and then we'll figure it out from there. Well, this year, and I think it's fair to say this, you were given, listen, Lincoln Riley was coming in and he was changing an entire program overnight. Mm-hmm. It's the second year, so expectations will be different in the second year. And they, I think they, there was a moment of the year where they surpassed all expectations. And then when the dust settled, it was like uh, exactly what you thought, <laughs> right? Like it was exactly what you like, thought. Okay, well, well, exactly what you thought after you thought they were pretty good, mm. right? They like to your point, the beginning of the year, the, the schedule came out this time last year. Like I don't know, maybe it'll take them a couple of years, but you know, let's see what they are. Well, they had a Heisman Trophy winning quarterback. Lincoln Riley's a really good coach. Did you, did you see the hype video they put out the other day? Yeah. It was good. Yeah. It was it was it was one of those things that made you go, "All right, they're not done yet. They got a lot more left to do." Hiring a def- different defensive coach might have been something you might want to look at, but Let's get some stops. We'll see. That's all we'll any SC see. fans asking for. How nervous are you for tonight? Like on a scale of 1 to 10. No, we're okay. We're all right. I'm not right? that nervous. They got Memphis on Why Friday. Why did you look away from Taylor when you said that? Because I don't want to make eye contact with him. <laughs> Why are you talking about Memphis? Memphis got Are the you best focused record. on the next game? Well, I've seen the Kings. It's this looking be the ahead fourth, already. This would be the fourth time I've seen the Kings. I haven't seen Memphis yet. Best yeah. record in the Western Conference. Yeah, the Kings John Morant. beat them twice. I know. <laughs> I know. It's not like you've beat them three in a row. You've beaten by 10 points every time. It's Actually, I'll, t- I'll tell one you. One and two in a narrow two-point win. I think it will be... I kind of like a little bit of what's happening here. Remember the last time they faced each other, De'Aaron Fox was upset at the refs. They oh, didn't yeah. call fouls. When the, refresh my memory. When the Lakers lost to him the two times, were the games close? They lost one game by six. First game was real close. The first, it was the first game. Lakers were up two. Sacramento finished the game on an 8 nothing run. Okay. Okay. That was at Crypto. The one up there, I think they won by 10. Uh, Sacramento won by 10. But here's the problem. Either AD or Braun have been out every game. So... None of these games, both of those guys have played, so that's obviously well. Malik Monk didn't play the last game against. Good point. Yeah, <laughs> he's right. He's going to be Monk back. Was, Monk was out. Well, that's what you were saying last year. Well, Monk's having a good year. It's like then Malik Monk has been a regular part of our lives for two years in a row. Is the upset? I, I don't think anybody saw that coming. Monk's kind of been nice for them. Yeah, no? solid. I have six no man. idea. Great okay, coming yeah, off the yeah, bench. Right, he's coming off the bench. Yeah, Al, come on. How do you? How are you not plugged in on Malik Monk? What's the matter with you? Listen, listen to this one. As far as the the game tonight. I don't think it's I, I think it's actually they in a weird way kind of don't like each other in a weird way. I know you're going to say, Alan, what the hell are you talking about? It's the Kings. Yeah. But there is a little bit of there's a little bit of a, a storyline from the last game that we take to this one. I actually think it'll be a good game. But Lakers got to win. I don't care. One, two points, three points. You just got to win. No. Well, it's gotta funny. Win. I was going to ask you today, and, and it's something that – because we said it when, you, when we talked about it a couple of days ago. It sounded stupid, but I also thought it was entirely accurate. They had to beat Houston. It, it was a must-win game in yeah, January. Yep. It sounds stupid, but we're getting kind of close to the point. What do they got left? Like 39 games or something like that? 38, 39 games? 44 in. Tonight's 45, I want to say. Okay, so yeah, yep. we're right in the high 30s. Mm-hmm. 
it's not you got to win games against teams that are somewhere between decent to bad, but we're getting close, right? You're going to have to, there, there's no more, yeah, we didn't have this guy or that guy, or, or we were close. We're kind of in that point where did you win the game or not? I don't care if it's by a point or by 40. It doesn't really matter. You no, just, I... it doesn't matter who you have. It doesn't matter if LeBron, if, if LeBron gets 12 and you win, great. If LeBron gets 50 and you lose, that's a huge, it doesn't matter anymore. It's just the result. So it's kind of funny you say that because. Before AD, if AD comes back the first week of February, let's say, okay. hypothetically, you still got Sacramento, Memphis, Clippers, at Boston, at Brooklyn, at New York, uh, at Portland. That's Portland's a not a good team, but at Portland's always a tough matchup. You Tell me where you get yours. You just got you to get a couple uh, throughout. The, and how you get them doesn't matter. That's why the, the Philly and the Dallas game. Which those were two tough matchups. That's why you had to kind of split those, Trav. You, had to, you, you almost just got to you have two opportunities to win one of those games, and you lost both of them. Those those count in a span of eighty two games, and that's what I'm talking about. Like you look, you mentioned Portland, not a good team, but going there is always tough. Well, they're actually ahead of you. Like you're gonna, you're going to have to start <laughs> right. beating. Every, it doesn't matter anymore. There's no more. Well, these guys are going to come back, and the, like the team that's directly ahead of them by a half a game is Phoenix. Mm-hmm. Phoenix has to move up at some point, right? Or they're kind of in the same point. Like, there's no more. Well, Paul's this or Devin Booker's that. You're yeah. gonna have to just results. We're done with the. Let's see what it is. The trade deadline's coming up. Who do you go get? Who mm-hmm. do you not go get? What do you give up to do it? All of these things. But the only thing that matters anymore is did you win or not? I don't even care how. And no, and and that's literally that's the best way to describe it. Nobody really cares anymore. You are at a point. This you don't have where the Kings are sitting, where you're six games over 500, wherever they're sitting. They've given themselves some cushion, right? There's other teams out there. That, Lakers don't have any cushion. Yes, there's all these average teams in the Western Conference, but it doesn't mean anything if you're not winning yourself. You can rely on other teams to lose, but if you're not winning, you're not moving. You got to win. You got to win, and they have. And tonight is one of those games where it's like, all right, you got. You already have all these other tough games in front of you. Some of them are going to be on the road. Got to beat the Kings. The crazy thing is, though, the Sacramento, like, well, they have a cushion. They, they do. They're in fourth place. They're also four games out of being out of the play-in. That it, 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 that's not much of a cushion. They're in fourth place, home, mm-hmm. hosting a playoff series in the first round. Too. If we have a and bad four games in if front we have of a bad two weeks, the Blazers, we're out of the whole thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, it's it's a weird deal, but they've proven that they can win some games. The Lakers still trying to figure out to kind of other than that one little run where yeah. AD was cooking. It really hasn't gone for that. So, do you make the deal? The question we, what is it, th- two years Febu- now? Two, February 9th. Right. But for Wait. two years, we've been saying, are they going to make a deal? Oh, are they going to improve? And yeah. now yeah. we got a three weeks before they actually have to make a decision and at what price. That's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Tired of ads interrupting your favorite sports podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music, included with your Prime membership. Amazon Music offers the most ad-free top podcasts. Enjoy shows like First Take, Pardon the Interruption, and The Low Post, available ad-free and uninterrupted. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app or go to Amazon.com slash ESPN Pods. That's Amazon.com slash ESPN Pods to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads.
Hi, this is ESPN's Mike Greenberg, and ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sports book of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today, and new users get $100 in bonus bets for making any sports book bet. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. So you're going to get right back in the saddle on Saturday and try to make another stake? Yeah, back in it. Nice. Saturday, uh, this time, Lady Sleeve will be in the house. So I kind of like these. Is she a good cook? Um, yeah, she's not a bad cook. She tries different things, and sometimes she nails it. Other times, you know, it's like, I've got to get back out there. <laughs> Everybody misses. Look. get back out there. There's even like Matt Gay, really good kicker for the rest. He's going to miss a few. Yeah. And then there's Brett Maher. Who misses them all? Four extra points. <laughs> like, it just, it, 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 that's just one of those things that, you know, sometimes you're fine, but other times you're pretty terrible. The Saturday afternoon games are kind of, uh, I don't know why, but that, I feel like that's a perfect invitation. You're chilling. You're sitting at home. you got the game on in the background. you got another one coming up at night. Cook up some stuff there. Are I'm, you, I'm doing the same thing. New York. I was trip. just going to say, yeah. you're going to do the same cut, same thickness, same everything? Same thing. I, I want to, I wanna. this time I'm going to use your, by, by the way, thank you again for the yeah. cast iron skillet. Um, I want to use the just let, let's get it down again. Let's get back to we, the gym we, and try to. Get and it. you can tell me to get lost. Get. I was going to say something else, but you can say you can tell me to get lost before you start. Can you just send me a quick little pic or a little video of how much oil you have in that pan? Yeah. I'd, I'd like 100%. to judge that before you go. Hundred percent. That maybe we need a little more. Maybe we need a little less. Hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. Just and then nice big fat piece of butter bam and then we go to work and the butter's there yeah. okay yeah. also you started watching a Truman show last night right what do you think okay so um i couldn't find it for free and i think we have every streaming service but every service <laughs> that's it's there it's on amc plus yeah gosh dang it get out your credit card and sign up right now <laughs> 399 ah, i, I rented it right yeah, rented sure. it they gave you 48 hours i don't like that what do you? What's a good time? Seventy two. So here, here's one my week. Thing. No, I, if you rent it, uh-huh. you should be able to watch it whenever you want and start and stop it as many times as you want. I'm not saying that you buy it and you can go and watch it a million times, but if I start it, that's it. That I get to finish it, and then once I'm finished, it, it's gone. Okay, that doesn't so, seem unreasonable. So this is their, at least for I don't even know what we streamed it off of. Um, Forty eight hours. It's quick once you start. Yeah. And you have 30 days to start it. Yeah. But once you go, so like I was telling Clock her. It starts, right? It was 1030 last night that we started watching it. It was late. Oof, so late. I'm like, so I'm like, I'm going to watch half of it. You got a Laker game tonight. Right. So knowing that Thursday, I could finish it. Oh, you still have some time left on the clock on Thursday? I have until 10.30 p.m. on Thursday. Okay. okay. So okay. that was my thought process. Coming right, down got, to the wire. <laughs> I got 48 hours. What right? did you think? Unless I'm at the game tonight with my <laughs> <laughs> Got your phone. <laughs> Al, it's halftime. Just a second. He's about to get in the boat. <laughs> oh, sorry. I forgot. You're not- <laughs> no, that, that, I got to I got to, you got to the boat? I got to my that okay. moment. Um, what I think, I think actually it's a really interesting movie. I like it. I really do. It's so It's so unique. It's so different. It's not something I've really seen before. Jim Carrey is amazing in it, of course, as always. I think it's really good. So, so far I, what I've seen. I forget I forget exactly how you asked the question yesterday, Emily. But, but you would be able to figure out if you're in a Truman show. Do do you want to re-answer having seen half the movie? Um No. 
You I would not be able to figure it out. Yeah, I don't think you would have either. I no, I wouldn't have. It would have taken me. I would have been a lot older than Jim Carrey before <laughs> I figured it out. It's also the, the whole thing about the movie is too. It's like it's so it can change your perspective of your own life because you're like, what if this is happening to me right now? I thought now? about that. I'm like, what the hell is going on here? Like it all revolves around me, obviously. <laughs> so, <laughs> that's true of all of us. Yeah. But I, I don't know if it. I'm Taylor, little... would you tell me? <laughs> <laughs> all these people flipping me off every morning. What's going on? <laughs> I'm about ten years older than you. I'm about 20 years older than you, and I'm about 25 years older than you. At some point, and I don't know when it is, you realize no one else cares about you at all. And not not care. That's the wrong word. No one's paying attention to you at all. You're kind of in your own little thing, your own little private Truman Show no matter what. It's only that no one else is actually watching it. (laughs) <laughs> that that becomes pretty apparent at some point. It's good. I uh, I'll finish it up tomorrow. But it's a good movie. Where yeah, did I might, you I Where get, did you end get off? More of these suggestions here. Where did it end off? Um, I like that he gave a suggestion of a movie's twenty five years old. That's okay. <laughs> yeah, I've also suggested a trillion movies to you, and this is the one you've chosen. It's okay. Uh, Megan, I'm gonna go see. I'll okay, go see great. that as well. But too. yeah, where where were you in the Truman Show when you left off? Um, they were at. He was at the beach with a girl, and she's like, hey. They're going to be coming right now, and they just took her off the beach. Ooh. The guy's, oh, that's her. He's like, that's my daughter. And yeah. It was just that, it was around that scene. It's good. Yeah. It's good. I can't do that. I can't do what you do. Where What's that? You stop halfway through. Like, I would come in. That's a you, really good part. <laughs> I, I would come through bleary eyed the next day. I'm like, I stayed up till 1 30 finishing that movie. So it's not ideal. That wasn't the game plan, but I just had to get some I, I shut up. Can you? I did, no, especially I mean, if it's something you like. Right? I have to finish it. Like like yesterday, I was watching a bunch of uh, episodes of the new show uh, Breakpoint, the you know F one esque thing. Drive to Survive drive, Tennis Edition. Yes, I had to finish the episode I was on, even though I was tired. I was like, I can't leave it off in the middle of the episode because like I'm gonna that. forget what happened. But I also love in the in Truman Show. It's like peak Laura Linney. It's like peak her being like not trustworthy like she's trustworthy enough but she's kind of like a really good female villain and i like that well it, it also um i think the trying to think here yeah it was probably six minutes in and she had already fallen asleep so i'm like okay i'm on my own on this one <laughs> no i, I like mean that that's move. the 10 30 start i love of... that move <laughs> susan she's I, gone. She's every done. time it's oh like God. we'll start something i look over and she's in the chair like just done conked out just absolutely done i'm like hey do you want to you want to turn this off and we'll watch it another day no i'm watching you're, you're not you're snoring in the chair you're not watching it's fine no i'm awake two seconds later <sighs> by the way you didn't even have to tell me that jim carrey was if you would have just said ed harris is in it the guy from the rock i would have said oh yeah no i'm in <laughs> Ed Harris has to be in what fifty movies a probably. And he's in Westworld, but I know he's in a million things. For and Ed Harris has got to be in his seventies now, yeah, right? Yeah, he's, he's probably been old. on movie screens for fifty years. Get us that Al <laughs> Ed Harris from The Rock. From the, the Rock, I'm in. That's your your I'm reference in. point. And he got nominated for an Oscar for it too. He's he's a terrific actor. He's good in everything he's in. He was in Top Gun Maverick. He was the uh, yeah. the the general that was coming in to shut down Tom Cruise's program. He's been every time you need a hard ass, big time. Ed, Ed Harris is your guy. Ed Harris is the guy. Salute him if I saw him. Apollo thirteen. He's running the moon mission. <laughs> right. He does it all. He's doing absolutely everything there is to do. Here's, this time, and he's in a beret <laughs> in, in uh, the, rock. the Truman Show. No, in the Truman Show, he has a beret on. I think he wears a beret in the Rock too, right? I don't know. When he's getting ready to shoot those green jello balls at San Francisco, I think <laughs> Big he's gray guy. I, I think he's wearing. I, I could be wrong, but I get anxious when you bring up that scene again. <laughs> I, I, I'm not in the Marines or the Army or whatever he was in in this movie. 
I would like to think that the most poisonous substance on earth is not held together in a bunch of glass balls and a string. Where, where, I feel like that's a bad system. Where when they're opening it, four of them fall out just, and Nicolas Cage has got to go. Just seems like a bad way to have a super terrible substance walking around. Like, yeah. they should, like in lead or something? I, I, I hope other countries who have <laughs> weapons like that are a little bit more. Get the green jello balls. <laughs> Let's tie them together with a piece of dental floss and let's see what happens. <laughs> give give Ed Harris the launch. He code. was also in National Treasure too. He's in the everything. Secrets with Nicolas Cage as well. Well, he he's an interesting one because he's in. Well, a that bunch. contract is from The Rock. That <laughs> they, <a> sequel. they <laughs> he's one of those guys. Not everybody does this. He he's one of those guys that's in really good, like artistically sound, emotional character development movies that are thoughtful and and emotional. Yeah. And then he's in The Rock and National Treasure 2. Okay, National <laughs> Treasure 2 Book of Secrets is amazing. He's in both of those. It's like there's just those really kind of goofy, but they're fun movies. And then there's the good movies. He does both. Usually don't Rock get both. is an all-time classic. Everybody knows that. This is Brian Windhorst saying that this is the threshold for the Lakers. The real threshold of this Lakers team is probably to make the play-in. And if Anthony Davis comes back, and look, he's working out before games. He looks like he's getting closer. They're going to have a chance to make the play-in. And LeBron playing this way and making the play-in, I know that everybody wants to see that star on the, on the court. And I know everybody wants to count how many rings LeBron has. He's having a great season. The Lakers are hanging in there. Is that kind of where it is? Like, hey, look, we're hanging in there. Let's just shoot our shot. Let's not waste all of our capital to try to fix this right now. But we're kind of in it, even though we're not kind of in it. Let's just let it play out and see what happens. So I, I think there's a lot to this. And I think there's a lot that can happen between now and February 9th. When's AD coming back? What's he look like? Is the asking price for a lot of these players that are out there, does it come down a little bit? Does it go up? There's a lot of teams that, this is what's so awkward about the season right now. Just look at the West specifically. If the Lakers are in the 13th spot and think, hey, we got to get in there, there's a lot of other teams that think they're in the mix. Maybe mm -hmm. realistic, maybe not. Other, Maybe Blazers decide, guys, what are we doing here? Let's just start selling off. But there are enough teams in it that the asking price is not coming down for some of these players because there aren't that, much, there aren't that many teams selling right now. Um, we can do this at the top of that. We do this at 11, but... Everybody ahead of them out, maybe, mm -hmm. like you said, maybe Portland and maybe OKC, and both of those teams are ahead of the Lakers yeah. right now. Utah, too. Utah you, was a team that you just kind of thought. For sure, mm -hmm. but it's some, we're at the point where we're almost at the trade deadline. It's like, hey, we're this, we've gone this far. We're not, we're not kind of in the Wembenyana thing anyway. We're yeah. not one of the four worst teams, so let's just see what happens. Let's hold on to our guys. You're right. The market gets very, very thin because there aren't enough bad teams. It's, it's weird to look at it that way. Uh, the only way is let's use a team. Let, let me, I'll throw in uh, Clark's, or I'll throw in Utah Jazz. Let's say Utah decides, okay, we've had kind of an interesting year, but man, the asking price for Clarkson is so high. Yeah. So let's just trade Clarkson, get some assets because we know we're not going to do anything even if we get in. You might have teams do something like that, that they kind of like their team. They're, yeah. they're interested in what's happening, but the. Uh, what Maybe you, you just, didn't want to sell your home, but the asking price is so what high. What you just described, mm -hmm. and I love the home analogy, is my biggest fear for the Lakers. It's like, well, yeah, they're gonna let's just give them everything we got to get a guy that I mean it makes you better. Sure. Does he make you really good? I don't think so. And that's the scare. It's like I could sell my house for what? Cool. Okay. Where do I go? Yeah, you are leaving the state. <laughs> yeah, do I, you gotta go I to don't Texas. I live in Tulsa. Yeah. 
I don't want to go there. I, I, I like it here. Where do you want me to go? It's a, it's a tough one. 877-710-ESPN. That's the number if you want to get in for Ask Michael, which is coming up MT. next. MT is going to do a little Ask Michael. It's right around the corner. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And... Boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. I knew it would be there eventually. There it is. It is Ask Michael, like Chris just said. Michael, just so I know, um, you know how Ask Michael slash Ask Lee slash Ask Ask Everybody Works. You know the game? Yeah, and Lee gives us horrible advice. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) All right, so you ready for this? You know, soft, you know, wussy advice. Come on, man. Lee, be a man. Yeah, Sliwa. What's the matter with Absolutely. you? Absolutely. <laughs> Getting a tattoo right after the show. This 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 is perfect, Al. This is where I want to start because okay. this, Michael, if this is being a man, I don't know what this is, but Ivan in Monrovia wants to know when you started the habit of putting towels all over your hotel room to stay germ free as being the man that Such you are. A man. <laughs> Ooh, that is a that is a great question because uh one time I was watching twenty twenty with Hugh Downs. Remember Hugh Downs? Sure. Robert Walters used to be on twenty twenty. Sure. And they were doing a uh, they were doing an expose on how nasty hotel rooms are, stains with the black light stains all over the bed sheets, stains all over the all over the place and how hotels are not uh floors are not like um washed like our carpets at home and, and uh, chairs and everything. Oh no, they're washed. churning and burning. <laughs> Yeah, think about how many horrible, how many nasty people stay in these hotel rooms. I don't care if you're in a six star hotel room. So once I saw that episode, I said, "Oh yeah, I got to start uh, <laughs> sanitizing every room I get in now, putting towels down. I'll never walk barefoot on a carpet again." Imagine how nasty them things are. <laughs> All right, Michael, the do you know what item in a hotel room has the most germs? Yeah, the uh, remote control. That's why I always yeah. corral it down, or I bring a uh, baggie and put the uh, remote control in. Matter of fact, a lot of hotels we stay in now have like a uh, plastic baggie with the with the uh, re- over the remote, remote in it, and, mm-hmm. I, and I still wipe down the uh, plastic over the remote. <laughs> by the way, Mike Michael's not staying in places that are like by the hour. No, these are the nicest places in Literally, the world. The nicest places, <laughs> and he's got his baggies and his towels out. I don't know if the 2020 well, was doing it where not, you're staying, Michael. He's not wrong about if I stay in a hotel, I'm keeping flip flops on. I'm not putting towels yep. down, but I'm also not walking barefoot on that carpet. And here's another tip too for everybody who stays in a hotel: get your towels. Hold your towels up by the light and see if any stains are on them. I'm not going to be doing that. That sounds absolutely terrible. Let's move on to another one right here. It's from John in Huntington Beach. What is your favorite personal moment with Chick Hearn? Oh, man, so many of them. Just uh, let's see. Oh, I would say, okay, I think I could tell this story on the air. I think it's okay. I think it's safe. Anyway, uh, uh, Chick was interviewing me pregame show for a pregame show. And, you know, I'm kind of a quirky, kind of a weird kind of guy, kind of different, you know, from my usual teammates. I, I beat by a different drum. And one time Chick said, you know, Michael Thompson, you're kind of an enigma. And I said, what did you call me? <laughs> 
<laughs> and, and, and he, I was just kidding around. I was just kidding around. I knew what he said. But I just wanted to, I wanted to get him off guard. He started stuttering. Blah, blah, blah. I, you, you, come on, Michael. You know what I meant. <laughs> That's pretty good, Michael. That's pretty damn yeah. good. That's pretty bold, by the way, yeah. to to throw that out there like that. That uh, where, where, is it any point in you're like, ah, maybe not, or did you just let it rip? No, this was back in the eighties, late eighties, when we were not so sensitive about everything, and you could joke around with each other. All right, here's one from Big E. It says, "It's been enough time. How much did Minnesota really pay you to go to school there?" <laughs> Man, I wish. I wish, man. It ain't like how it is today. They didn't give me nothing. I was a fresh boy off the banana boat, off the coconut boat from the Bahamas, very naive. I didn't even know that there were such things as under-the-table payments going to high-profile, highly-recruited athletes at the time. So they took advantage of this young jungle boy out of the bush. All right, Michael, I got one for you. Um, of all the games you've watched uh, your kids play, and maybe this is Clay, maybe it's Trace. What's the game you were most nervous watching as a dad? Because I know you've told me this in the past, that that is by far worse than playing in a big game. Oh, obviously, anytime you're in the finals, those are nervous. But the most nervous I've ever was watching Clay play was when he was a rookie and he was going against Kobe for the first time. Mm. Because we know what Kobe does to rookies. So I was hoping Kobe would take some mercy on him and not destroy him too much. But Clay had 14 points against Kobe, and Kobe just scored on him a few times. So Kobe didn't actually destroy him, but he did score on him, but he didn't kill him. <laughs> That's awesome. Capitano yeah. Matt, we're doing a little Ask Michael today, 877-710-ESPN if you want to get in. Of all the ESPN LA personalities, who is the most like a son to you, and why is it Slee? <laughs> Yeah, probably is Slee, because he's kind of cool. He's kind of like a Thompson. He's kind of reminds me of Clay. He's kind of quiet and understated but yet uh, very intelligent and very deep thinking. So he does remind me of Clay and, and Michael, my oldest boy, who are not uh, very outgoing and don't need to be the center of attention. So he would be, he would definitely fit in with the Thompson boys. No, you would put me to the side and say, you're not athletic, you're not tall, and you're <laughs> yeah, not going to breed. <laughs> you're not breeding <laughs> real athletes. Get out of here. <laughs> yeah, since you're not an athlete, I would expect you to be very smart and make money in the some kind of like uh, tech field and become a billionaire that way, like a like a, a Steve Jobs or a Bill Gates. So that you would have that kind of pressure on you as a Thompson boy. Since you can't play any sport, you better be smart. I'm a poor man's jumper. I can hit a I can hit a jumper every once in a while. That's it. That's my only athletic ability. Okay. Michael, how do you think Slee's well, going to do as my pickleball partner? You know, I think he's going to surprise you. Slee is, looks like he could be light uh, on his feet. Look like he could be a mini Joel Embiid out there. You know? <laughs> yep, that's what most like people say. <laughs> that's what most people say. <laughs> I, I, Michael, I will tell you this. Ping pong. Played ping pong. Mm -hmm. Tennis. I play tennis. Not often at all, but I play tennis. So yep. Travis is saying if you could play those two sports, pickleball, right you'll be middle. fine. In. It's yeah, halfway fine. between both yeah. of those sports. Yeah. Yeah, pickleball is all hand-eye coordination. So if you can handle ping-pong and you can play a little bit of tennis, you're going to excel in pickleball. You'll be way better than Mason, that's for sure. <laughs> all right, here's another one. John in Huntington Beach says, um, if some of your food goes missing in the ESPN LA fridge, who's the first person you question and why is it Travis? <laughs> mm, yeah, because we know you're a foodie and uh, you do have, uh, you know, like me, you have a love of food and uh, you're not uh, – Bashful about, hmm, I think I'll sample some of these if, if it's sitting around. So definitely you would be the first suspect. Michael, um, do you want to clarify any of Ireland's story yesterday about you dipping your finger in a Billy Mac soup? Lobster bisque. Yeah, lobster bisque. Is yeah, that is that is there any more clarification <laughs> or do you want your version of the story? 
No, Billy Mac's an idiot. He orders lobster bisque at, in the, uh, at the restaurant in, in Vegas, delicious lobster bisque. Then he gets up from the table and goes and makes the round, shaking hands like he's the mayor running for re-election or something like that. And so sitting next to me is a lobster bisque, just cooling and getting cold. And I love lobster bisque. And I'm thinking, well, Jesus, Billy going to just let this lobster bisque go to waste? And it looks so good, so enticing sitting there. I just had to stick my finger in it to taste it. You couldn't take a spoon? <laughs> or order it yourself? <laughs> No, I didn't want a whole bowl of it because I had a big a bunch of appetizers coming myself. I had just a salad, wanted a I had some other things coming. So I just, uh, you know, I figured nobody would see it. I don't know who ratted me out. I, I, I thought I was Ireland. Everybody wasn't looking. <laughs> oh, Ireland. There you go. Well, I thought I, for I, I thought that when Billy Mac told the original story, I think he said when he came back. The soup was shaking a little bit, like it had gone through. Like there like were Jurassic little waves. Park. There were little waves there. I think then he started asking some questions. Um, Michael, can yeah. you explain to us what happens at the dinner table when the roll of bread comes? Because we've got everybody else's everybody else's version. How do you cut off a piece without touching it? You said that if I'm right on this, if somebody touches the bread, you're out. Yeah, I'm out. Billy Mac. Billy Mac again. He did it again. What he does when the bread comes to the table, guys, Emily, listen to this. Now, is this, is this uncouth or ill-mannered or what? When the bread comes to the table, Billy Mack picks the bread up with his hand, pulls the piece off, and then puts the bread back. You can't do that. What you do is you, get, you hold the piece of bread that you want, use a knife to cut that off, and don't touch other parts of the bread. You Am stuck I right your or hand in his soup. <laughs> what are you talking <laughs> yeah, about? But if, yeah, but if nobody sees you do it, it's really bad. <laughs> All right, one more before we cut you loose, Michael. This is from Rich A. And Rich A says, how many bottles of hand sanitizer a day do you go through? Oh, that's great. That's a great question. Before COVID, when everybody wanted to shake hands, I would go through at least one little tube of Pirell a day. But now that people are sort of backed off shaking hands uh, as frequently as we used to because we know that's how viruses are spread, now it's more fist bumps. So I've already cut back my use of Pirell because I'm not shaking as many hands. Not bad. I got one more quick one for you. You ready? This is from Madrid, and he says, how do you push your grocery cart through the store? Do you put both hands on the handle like a normal person or your forearms on the handle like you're taking a stroll through the park? That is a great question. When I go to the grocery store, I grab the, the, the cart, and right next to the grocery carts are like uh, basically hand sanitizing uh, material, either napkins or wipes. Right, And I take those wipes, and I wipe down the handle, and I soak it, completely soak, and then I grab the, uh, the handles, and uh, I, I push it that way once I sanitize, de when I de-germ the handle. <laughs> I liked it. 80% Michael's of our got questions no were germ-related. He's got no germs. <laughs> Fantastic. Michael, thank you. Great job. Thank you, brother. That's right. Just tell you, listen, anytime you want great advice, call me, not Fliwa. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. <laughs> I was going to say, Al, thanks, Michael. I think if it were up to you, it would be Ask Michael uh, every, that's, on Monday and Friday as well. You tell, I'll, I'll do once a week. I'll do the Wednesdays. Not a bad one. That was great. Good idea, Slee. Very, very well done. All right, we're talking about the Lakers at the deadline. We're getting closer yeah. and closer. Everybody's bunched together. There's not mm -hmm. a lot of sellers. Are the Lakers going to overpay to get I got a up? couple quotes, too, that I want to read you off before the season started. One was from Jeannie. One was from Rob Palenka. I think this plays in what the Lakers may do February 9th. All coming up next. Stay right here. Travis and Sleeva Show, 710 ESPN.